everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. Today, I'm so excited to be sharing about something called toxic productivity, and this may be something that you haven't heard of before. It's something that I literally just learned last week, but I just figured that it would be super relevant seeing as we're still in quarantine, and I really think that this has proven to be a really bad habit of a lot of us, especially people that are working from home or doing online school. So basically, I came up with the idea for this episode literally because I was so exhausted from work last week. And to be fair, it was quite a big week for us. We had a really big presentation on Friday of this past week that I had to be up at 4am for just because I do work for a company abroad. And so this was just a very long week and just something that took me a second to kind of think about whether or not this was healthy for me because I found myself to be very stressed and wanting to work past that nine to five hour barrier. And I really started to kind of question whether or not this was actually productive or if it was kind of hurting my health. So an article that I found that was written by a website called Study Breaks Magazine, I'll have them linked in the show notes, basically define toxic productivity as being very similar to that of workaholism or the hustle culture. These outlooks encourage people to exhaust themselves as much as possible on the road to success. It preaches ideals of meritocracy, and this is the idea that if we work hard enough, we can achieve these goals that we set. I've learned that this can be super, super toxic just because once you start to create this obsession around productivity, it's really just never ending and you will start to attach your self-worth to how productive you are. And I experienced that really early on in quarantine when I was still job hunting and it was really hard to kind of fill my time when I wasn't in a job and I was really struggling with that and I would have days where... I would be so just anxious to really be as productive as I possibly could and then I wouldn't meet that so I would just get into these massive slumps of just depression and like some days I just couldn't even get out of bed. I was so depressed. I think it was just really hard to really early on in quarantine because everyone kind of tried to look at it as okay I'm going to plan to do something meaningful and productive and you start to kind of push yourself to really self-improve really extremely And you base your progress solely off of your productivity. And then chances are you probably end up feeling overwhelmed anyways because you've just simply are not able to achieve this unrealistic expectation that you've set yourself up for. Toxic productivity can be really harmful, especially when you do have a job, just because it does so little for your quality of work and life. And it stems from a culture that praises and rewards productivity, which is a very good thing, but can't really ever tell you where to draw the line. I think this is especially prevalent if you are working from home that trying to work those nine to five hours and only those nine to five hours is really hard or at least it's been quite hard for me just because I feel like I want to be on top of things and I want to impress my boss more and it's just a lot that's kind of carried into really negative habits which included me working through a weekend at one point on a project that I really wanted to impress my boss with. It did end up being a very successful project and 
and the first kind of solo project that I had a go at, but in the end, I don't think it was truly worth me giving up a full weekend where I probably should have been resting and kind of spending time with family and doing things that made me happy. I think that this was just kind of me trying to show off and kind of be the star player of the team. I definitely do think that this has something to do with my specific Myers-Briggs personality type. I am an ENFP and I know that one of the traits was kind of that I tend to like to take on other people's work, especially when I'm done with my work. And I don't really see it as like a negative thing. I more so see it from the project point of view of that I just want to get the project done. But it kind of ultimately leads you to become that person that kind of does all of the work in a group project in school. Toxic productivity can also just become this obsession with your work to where more matters, even if your quality or output isn't great. And so the worst part is it can be so overwhelming, but you only see it as what your self-worth is amounted to within it. I think this is probably the worst case scenario and definitely something that I'm trying to avoid and especially being someone that is very detail oriented and a little bit OCD about her work. I definitely like to produce quality work and I don't think I would ever want it to be the case where I'm producing work or handing in projects that aren't of the best quality. And so I think that's what I'm really trying to focus on for this week is how much work should I really be taking on from other members of my team without it kind of honing on my quality of my personal work for the project. And I know that this can be really hard and especially being someone that's kind of a people pleaser, I really want to be a big team player and just kind of help everyone out as much as I can. But I think it's also healthy to kind of be mindful of your own time and kind of what kind of constitutes your ability to balance and have that work-life balance. And so another thing that I learned is that there is such thing as a productivity spectrum. So I actually learned this from an article by The Quint, which I'll have linked in the show notes. So if you were to imagine a productivity spectrum, the two extremes are obviously going to be unhealthy and affect you adversely. On one end, you're so consumed by work that you have little time for anything else or yourself. And no matter how much you do, you simply can't think that you've done enough. And on the other end, you're so overwhelmed by your feelings that you're unable to focus on anything for a long amount of time. And you kind of keep bouncing back and forth between tasks and trying to achieve absolutely anything and feeling miserable when you can't. So if you're not sure if you suffer from toxic productivity, here are a couple telltale signs. So the first one is that you work so much that it harms your health and personal relationships. So if you're ignoring basic human requirements like eating, sleeping, seeing friends or family and forgetting your other obligations and responsibilities, then you're kind of falling into the trap of toxic productivity. For me personally, I do really struggle with sleep and not so much not allowing myself to sleep, but I just find it really hard to wind down at the end of a work day, especially when we've got a lot of projects going on, I find it really hard to shut my brain off aside from shutting my computer off. And so I'm always kind of thinking of what the next day is going to entail, especially kind of having a time difference because my work is in a different continent. I find it really hard to kind of think more so in my time zone versus theirs. I always feel like my mind is already in their time zone and I'm just thinking of kind of what works for them when I really need to be kind of prioritizing my own sleep health and properly winding down at the end of the day so that I can get an adequate amount of sleep. 
The second sign is that you have unrealistic expectations. And so you're expecting yourself to have the same output from yourself every day, irrespective of the external factors and stressful situations that may disrupt normalcy. Um, This is completely unreasonable. I think that my biggest struggle with this specific sign is that I struggled to find the balance of work and kind of having the same output of myself work-wise and being productive and whatnot, and then dealing with emotional things that are occurring in my life I feel like I don't really allow myself to be emotional during work and that it's like a grinding mentality of just go 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 I think it also just stems from some really bad advice that I got from a professor at my university that said that women cannot cry in the workplace and they cannot be emotional but that's an issue within itself whereas some days I honestly just need to like take 10 minutes sometimes out of my work day to just have a quick cry and I'm I'm being so honest here is it's sometimes just so necessary to have that emotional moment with yourself and let yourself feel those feelings because I don't think that your productivity will increase if you have these things that are making you really anxious and kind of stirring up inside of you so I think emotions make us human and it shouldn't be something that we're afraid of so the third sign is being restless so if you feel guilty taking a break or any time off and you feel like your self-worth is reducing, you may be suffering from toxic productivity. So I've become such a huge proponent of getting up every two hours or so from my desk to go and just walk around a bit. This can even just look like walking downstairs to use the restroom downstairs instead of upstairs or going to get a coffee and just kind of letting your mind detach from work for at least 10 to 15 minutes. I think this is really healthy and just kind of resetting yourself just a little bit every few hours of the day and this just helps you reset and get back into the right mindset so that you're not just trying to kind of continuously work really hard because I think that also can just lead to burnout quick quickly. I think it's really important to remember that resting is not a sign of weakness. Taking breaks to rejuvenate, refresh your mind without feeling guilty is really important and quite crucial and when you get back to work you'll find yourself still productive but you'll be much calmer and it'll feel a lot more healthy. Listen to people around you, especially the ones that you trust, and if they can also tell that you are way too often letting your work get in the way of your other responsibilities, definitely take time to define clear work and life boundaries. So maybe it's the minimum hours of sleep you will get every day or how much time you will spend with family or just having no phones during dinner, just setting rules that allow you to still have a good quality of that life work balance. I know that for me, I really look forward to the end of my day around 4.35 p.m. because that is when I tend to go for my daily run. And as you can tell by the title of this podcast, I'm really into running. And so it's a really nice way for me to kind of clear my head and just allow myself to kind of de-stress at the end of the day. As oddly as that sounds, I know that everyone feels differently about running, but find that thing that helps you de-stress at the end of the day. You could be meditating or just doing simple things to help you switch off from work and kind of just start to wind down for your evening. And my last piece of advice is just to be kind to yourself. And I think this article highlighted it really well at the end is to treat yourself like you would a friend. And I think we often can be very hard on ourselves. And especially during this time, I think that there's such an increased desire to be productive. And so even on those days where even though you really want to be productive, 
expensive, but you just genuinely can't get more than 20% out of yourself, give yourself the time to kind of allow yourself to be okay with that and just applaud yourself for even getting that far for the day. I think that this is a very unique and difficult time. And so this is just, it's not a time for you to be reflecting negatively on yourself or making yourself feel worse. Instead, we should be practicing a lot more gratitude and just kindness towards ourselves. But yeah. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I really do hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, I am on Instagram and Twitter. It's just at Liz Newcomer. And then the podcast has an Instagram. It's at Resiliency and Running. So make sure to give it a follow. But yeah, I do hope to see you in the next episode that will premiere next Monday. Bye.